This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Gathering storm. The storm is here. The storm is here. This is the most dangerous time in world history since the late 1930s, early 1940s. And how did we get here? Our betters, our elites led us here step by step by step. What you have now is you have two converging crises. A crisis of capital markets and economics, and a crisis of geopolitical and military. And they're converging very rapidly, and then they're going to conflate. And once they conflate, they're going to spin out of control. And it's anybody's bet. Now remember, we came off of, on 3 November of 2020, four years of peace and prosperity. The interest rate, the interest rate, the 10-year Treasury at, in the evening of 3 November when Fox News illegitimately called it for the opposition and not Donald J. Trump, of which our, of which our nation has never recovered, of which it's never recovered, the interest rate in the 10-year Treasury was 0.8%. 0.8%. Today, for the first time in God knows when, the entire structure of our interest rates from one-month treasuries to 30-year treasuries went over 4%. Do you understand that the system is set up of debt? It cannot take those type of interest rates. You will be absolutely crushed, and the people crushed the most are the millennials that now have $9 trillion of debt. They are going to be Russian serfs. They're not going to own anything with no possibility of owning anything. Professor Rubini just told us about, about the financial aspects of it. We're going to have recession, inflation, stagflation, depression, debt crisis. Dr. Doom, who called 2008, said it's only going to get worse because the world's got 30 trillion, uh, $300 trillion of debt. Now, let's talk about the United States, Right. What do we have? $32 trillion. That, that's nothing. The CBO reports you're going to have another $20 trillion of debt in 10 years. You're going to be paying a trillion dollars a year in interest payments. It's not sustainable. Who got us here? Well, Joe Biden, yeah, but he got here because of the compromise made by the establishment Republicans in the Senate. They took away the gavel from you. What are they doing right now? You need dramatic, you need dramatic, dramatic cuts. You need dramatic cuts in spending right now and not one penny increase to the debt ceiling. Not one penny. 
If you prioritize the payments, if you prioritize the payments, the there's plenty of cash. The cash comes in. We pay off the interest. We pay off any securities that come due. We never default in the debt ever. We pay off Social Security and Medicare. And then we have to have a conversation, right? We have to have a conversation. It's not an easy conversation. All the easy decisions of decades ago. Uh, we, we know the president, you know, had to be sort of convinced over the weekend to get this done, uh, but was, was told, look, the risk of a contagion was, was so high, they felt like they had to do something. Uh, and he emphasizes helping small businesses rather than, you know, the crypto community and uh, Silicon Valley. But it's certainly instability. We saw the markets react yesterday. What's the fear of perhaps global impact? Could, uh, are there are banks around the world that could be uh, impacted by this. Well, I think, first of all, there was, I, I was here. I lived in Washington in 2008 in the global financial crisis. And there was, this is nothing like that, but that kind of sense of deja vu when you had reports over the weekend, you know, regulators meeting and then the Sunday night press release. This, this, this brought back, it was brought back terrible memories of that, that period. I think there is a sudden recognition from this that Actually, you know, the impact of the sharp rise in interest rates, which was sort of the underlying cause of um, or part of the underlying cause of Silicon Valley Bank's failure, um, that is going to have knockout effects. And the reason that you're seeing all of these bank share prices tumble is that there's a sudden kind of, oh, my goodness, which are the other weak links? Where are the other banks? And in, in, in the aftermath of 2008, there was a very big push to clean up and to strengthen the banking system, to recapitalize it and to, to really put in rules that would prevent kind of, you know, major systemic risk from banks. And what actually happened was that, you know, that did, that really did happen to some point. But two things have happened since then. One is that there's been, there was regulatory rollback in 2017 and 2018. And Silicon Valley Bank, they lifted, they used to have a limit of any bank which had more than 50 billion would have to be subject to this extra regulation, extra supervision, and would have to have a plan in place for how to deal with a crisis, how to, how to kind of deal with its own demise. And Silicon Valley Bank would have been covered by that, was covered by that. But there was a big push in, in the mid-teens, particularly on the Trump administration, that this was regulatory overkill. It was too much of a burden for small and medium-sized banks. And therefore, the limit was raised. It was raised to $250 billion, and Silicon Bank was no longer covered. And therefore, it was able to kind of go on the bender that it did go on. And now the question is, how many other banks are actually weaker than people thought they were? And that kind of question, I think, is going to be had around, around the globe. Again, with CPI, ahead of next week's uh, Fed decision on interest rates, a lot of interesting internals, Jim. Used cars we were worried about down to uh, two eight a month. Yeah, I look, I, index for rent is up 0.8, and we've been just reading a lot of stories about how rent has peaked. That's very important. Uh, lodging away from home, well, you know, we're now hearing that maybe people are at their last leg in terms of spending for going away. Um, Morgan Stanley on consumption. Mm-hmm. And then airfare is definitely a problem. There's no doubt. But if you're going to stop traveling as much, or you could say that United is saying the opposite, airfares actually are still up. And then I look at this overall and I just say, well, it's not a great number. It's not a spike. The trend line's okay. It gives the Fed ammo to be able to do 25 without making us feel like uh, that they're going to put the system under, given the fact that we got the, the somewhat explicit guarantee from Treasury.
And then maybe the most newsworthy response that we received was from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis has well-known views on many topics, of course, but until tonight, no one could really say with precision where he stood on the war in Ukraine, which is arguably the most important topic in the world. And now we know. DeSantis is adamantly opposed to the position that most Republicans in Washington have taken on Ukraine. DeSantis is not a neocon. Who knew? Quote, while the U.S. has many vital national interests, DeSantis writes, securing our borders, addressing the crisis of readiness within our military, achieving energy security and independence, and checking the economic, cultural, and military power of the Chinese Communist Party, becoming further entangled in a territorial dispute between Ukraine and Russia is not one of them. Without question, he writes, peace should be the objective. The U.S. should not provide assistance that could require the deployment of American troops or enable Ukraine to engage in offensive operations beyond its borders. F-16s and long-range missiles should therefore be off the table. These moves would risk explicitly drawing the United States into the conflict and drawing us closer to a hot war between the world's two largest nuclear powers. That risk is unacceptable. DeSantis goes on to oppose the policy of regime change in Moscow, which is very popular in Washington. And he points out that the Biden administration has created an alliance between Russia and China, and that's a disaster for the United States. Quote, we cannot prioritize intervention in an escalating foreign war over the defense of our own homeland, especially as tens of thousands of Americans are dying every year from narcotics smuggled across our open border and our weapons arsenals critically for our own security are rapidly being depleted. So that's DeSantis's position, clarified. Tuesday, 14 March in the year of our Lord, 2023, in the converging crises, the geopolitical uh, war on the Eurasian landmass, uh, also the, uh, our, our war with uh, the Chinese Communist Party from Point Loma, where submarines, a submarine deal is cut yesterday to Bakhmut, the, uh, really the greatest battle of the, uh, of the 21st century, where Zelensky staked it all. Uh, and you can't deny the courage and um, and really resilience of the Ukrainian civilians and, and uh, armies are getting pounded. But the other part of that, the global meltdown in uh, in bank and banking and finance and capital markets. I got Steve Cortez, Senator uh, Vance from Ohio is going to join us in a second. Who's on the Senate Banking Committee and obviously uh, very concerned about the folks. He's the first real politician to get out to um, to get out to East uh, Palestine. We get to a second Cortez. This morning, as we've called it, uh, the Biden and people look, it is woke. They got ESG, all of that. That's not the main thing. Don't don't be distracted. That's all important. But that's not the main thing. The main thing is we've said is the Biden that six point eight trillion dollar budget that gave us last week. The spending from the beginning, uh, the overspending, the the, the great uh, demand uh, increase in aggregate demand, inflation burning, the bonds getting crushed. This is Biden bonds, Biden inflation to Biden bonds to Biden banks. And now you've got, uh, you know, you have $19 trillion of deposits, I think $5 trillion of uninsured deposits I read last night. Steve Cortez, the, uh, the Fed is absolutely jammed, right? They got, they got two tough choices. No more rate increases and let inflation burn through the working class in this country. Right. Or let it ride. Your, your thoughts, sir, on this morning's CPI print. 
Well, it was a another terrible print, uh, proving now that real wages have declined for two straight years under Joe Biden. I mean, think about that. Americans are working harder to get poorer for 24 consecutive months now, the worst streak in all of American history. That is the economic reality being experienced by Americans because of what Joe Biden and permanent Washington have done because of their massive policy failures. And it's not just Biden. He gets most of the blame, of course, and he deserves most of the blame. But it's also collaborationist Republicans like Mitch McConnell, like Tom Cotton, who voted for that omnibus monstrosity. OK, these are the real world consequences. And this CPI report this morning, the headline number was bad. The details, Steve, were even worse because the necessities of life, forget about the luxuries, the necessities of life are still rising at a double digit rate. Things like groceries, OK, food at home. Things like bread. Bread was up 15 percent. Electricity, double digit gains. OK, the, the, the staples of life are rising dramatically. And to your point, Steve, the Fed is now trapped because if the Fed raises rates to fight this Crap. inflation, which I believe it must. Yeah. But if it raises the, rates, it risks a, an, an even bank. worse banking crisis. So no. they are absolutely okay. in a corner. We, yeah. You have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that we've come to this inflection point as we told you we were going to come because of the destruction of the economy, because of Biden's direct economic policies. Please don't be diverted with the Correct. wokeness of these institutions are clearly woke. It's a Democratic ATM. We know right. that. We've talked about that for the last couple of days. The central beating heart of this is the overall macroeconomic strategy of this country that can't continue on. And now you've got this, uh, was Hobson, you've got a Hobson's choice. You've got right now, you're either going to burn down the working class with inflation that'll be out of control, or you keep, or you keep to, and kick up rates, and you're going to have a total and complete collapse of the American banking system and the global banking system. You're paying for these bailouts 1,000%. They're hiding them with bank fees. Remember, you add signatures, uh, Signature has $80 billion of uninsured deposits. You add that onto the $150 billion at the Silicon Valley Bank, you have almost a quarter of a trillion dollars in uninsured deposits that you're backing up. And that's just the start. Right. You've got six more regional banks on a watch. You've got Credit Suisse. we got it all. Okay, short break. Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio, the first person to really go out and say, hey, East Palestine has to have a voice. He's also on the Senate Banking Committee. We're going to take a short commercial break. He'll join us in a few moments. It's all started. Everything's bigger. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, They'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe 
or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we have Senator J.D. Vance. Senator Vance, uh, we got a lot to do on East Palestine. We'll get to you, with you later on that because you're the, you're the tip of the spear. Tell me about, you sit on the Senate Banking Committee, your thoughts of this debacle that's been created by Joe Biden, sir? Yeah, well, first of all, of course, Steve, you have massively rising interest rates caused by the runaway inflation and spending from the Biden administration. And that's putting a lot of pressure on a lot of local banks. Now, that's not to defend Silicon Valley Bank. Which, let's be honest here, Steve, they got way out ahead of their skis. Over 90% of their deposits were uninsured deposits, and they just caused a massive problem in their balance sheet. And, and here's, here's what I want to talk about, Steve. So there are two separate issues that are getting confused by the mainstream media and the establishment on this issue. What happens to Silicon Valley Bank is one issue. Whether we have a bank run and a financial panic is a second issue. My view, Steve, is that we could have prevented a bank run without bailing out SVB. And let's be honest, that's exactly what we did. What we basically did is we're going to charge community banks higher fees to put more money into Silicon Valley Bank to bail out depositors. I, I think that's a catastrophic decision. And I actually talked to the Treasury Department, the FDIC, I believe yesterday, Steve, and the question that I asked them, and I did not get a good answer, was, are we now a country where there is not such a thing as an uninsured bank deposit? Are you guys saying that you're going to backstop every bank deposit in the country, even when it's multi-million dollars from multi-million dollar tech enterprises? They did not give me a good answer. So we got to be honest here. We just created massive moral hazard in the financial system. We basically said, we're going to bail out any depositor anywhere, no matter how wealthy they are. That's going to cause a lot of risk, Steve, and that's going to create some real, real systemic risk in our banking system. Senator Banch, you're breaking some big news here. You mean you actually talked to the people of FDIC and they didn't give you – because there's nineteen trillion, I think there's $19 trillion of overall deposits. I think there's 5 or $6 trillion of uninsured. They didn't give you a straightforward answer as a member of the banking committee about what the, what the logic is here and what their plan is? No, Steve, I, I said, is it now the official policy of the U.S. government to not allow any uninsured deposits? And, and the person that I spoke to basically said, well, well, I can't really answer that, Senator Vance. We don't have a good answer to that question. Uh, there are a couple points, lines of investigation we need to attack here, Steve. Number one is who exactly got the bailout? There are a lot of foreign depositors at Silicon Valley Bank. Are you meaning to tell me that community banks are going to be paying higher fees to send money potentially to Chinese depositors? That is one possibility that comes from this. Uh, the second thing, Steve, is how was the decision made to bail out SVB? They could have stopped the bank run. The Fed could have said, we will be the lender of last resort. We're not going to let community banks go out of business without doing this to SVB. How was the decision made to backstop not just our community and regional banking system, but also SVB, which got way out ahead of its skis, took on way too much risk, and is now paying the price for it, or should be paying the price for it. 
You know, the FDIC is going to understand that right now they have, they've guaranteed unassured depositors of, uh, of 200, you had signature in, in Silicon Valley, you had almost at a quarter of a trillion dollars, you're at $250 billion unassured. The FDIC of count, you know, line is, I think, $100 billion, $125 billion. They're, they're only halfway there. The fees charged to average Americans center advance is going to be enormous. And I got to tell you, it is divine providence that we have a fire-breathing populist who is as smart as they get as J.D. Vance, <laughs> Senator J.D. Vance, on the banking committee. That was, that was divine providence that you, <laughs> that you, you got that committee, sir, because you can be the voice of the working man and woman in this country that are basically underwriting this. Is that correct, sir? No, that's absolutely right, Steve. You're, you're, you're right. The, the way that this is going to get paid for, like I said, is by these excess fees on community banks, which means that when you go into your community bank and you notice that you're getting charged higher fees, that money is going directly to Silicon Valley Bank's uninsured depositors. Uh, we, we can't overstate this, Steve. We, we have basically a too-big-to-fail banking system. And what the Fed and the Treasury decided is that too-big-to-fail applies to Silicon Valley Bank. It applies to Signature Bank. It applies basically to the entire banking system, except, except see, I bet that they would not bail out the small, mid-sized bank in Middletown, Ohio. I guarantee that they're not going to bail out some of these farmers and local credit unions yeah. if they suffer financial yeah. problems because they're just not going to treat them the same and they don't have the same well-connected friends in Washington, D.C. And that's the lesson we got to take from this. What, whatever you're going to do, you got to tell people proactively. You cannot change the rules after the game has already been played to bail out a lot of donors of Democratic special interests. That's exactly what we just did. East Palestine, Ohio, you have a voice in the banking committee because, trust me, if the bank in East Palestine went under, they would just sit there and go, hey, tough break for some soil folks. Uh, Senator, we know you got to bounce. How do people follow you? What are your coordinates on social media, and how do they get to your Senate page to find out more about you, sir? Yeah, vance.senate.gov, Steve. I'm on Twitter, jdvance.1, uh, Truth, Gitter, all the big social media networks. So go and find us there. And, uh, look, we, we are going to keep on hammering this issue. It is ridiculous that you have the little guy bailing out the big guy again, but that's the way that it works right now in the United States of America, not if I can help it. Senator Vance, I can speak for the entire audience and all of MAGA. Thank you very much for your courage and, and stepping in here because the banking committee is uh, is uh, where the swamp <laughs> where the swamp meets. So thank you. Where the cartel meets. So thank you, sir, for standing up for folks. Thanks, Steve. Take care. Cortez, you said this uh, when you were out campaigning with J.D. Vance, that this is what he was built for, right, this time right. and moment, sir? And he understands the hour is late? Yes, 100%. He is exactly the kind of populist fighter that we need on Capitol Hill. And J.D. Vance, uh, very early in his tenure, he is already changing the United States Senate. And he mentioned the, the additional costs of this bailout, right? And this bailout only happened, J.D. is exactly correct, this bailout only happened because of the political power of tech and the political power of California broadly. OK, so this is because of Gavin Newsom. This is because of the oligarchs of big tech. As you correctly pointed out yesterday, Steve, on the show, the venture capital firms could have easily financed the near term uh, uh, financial needs of this industry. OK, th th this would not have been a systemically risky uh, event had it been allowed to fail. That's, that's just reality. 
They simply didn't want to. They didn't want to go to their pocketbooks. They didn't want to dilute themselves uh, out of some of their stakes of these firms. And so they stuck it with the taxpayers. But in addition to the actual cost, the, the explicit cost that J.D. talked about from community banks, it's also important that we talk about the implicit costs, which, again, relate back to the CPI report that we got this morning. And I mentioned previously uh, the cost of bread. Let me give you the specifics. Bread up 15.8 percent from this morning's CPI report. Um, groceries, 10.2 percent. Utilities, 14.3 percent. Electricity, 12.9 percent. Steve, these are the necessities of life at double digit rates of increase impoverishing middle and lower income citizens. And the Fed, because of what happened with SVB, the Fed is now trapped. It's trapped. To explain to people what this, uh, explain to people what this trap is, because this is probably more yep. than anything else. I disagree with Tucker. Ukraine is, is monster important. And sure. I really appreciate, I want to tell everybody, I really appreciate this audience lighting me up. I put up on, I put up on, uh, on Getter earlier, uh, the Tucker clip and, and about uh, DeSantis saying, you know, getting old time religion here about Ukraine. And I want to give a hat tip to the audience. They lit me up. They said, hey, he didn't say cut off all the money. I mean, they don't think he's a total convert yet. We're going to get into that more later. But the most important thing is what, where this jams the Fed. And we said this was going to happen. And it's all it ain't. It's not related to woke. Woke is important right. here, but right. it's kind of a marginal issue. The central beating heart is the cartel in this city. In 18 collaboration as Republicans work with Biden, it was the spending first. We said it was going to destroy the capital markets. The bond, this is the bond market's revenge, is it not, sir? Yeah, exactly, Steve. And correct. Listen, nobody hates woke more than Steve Bannon and Steve Cortez. Okay, we hate this corporate cultural Marxism uh, from big business. Okay, we hate it. We despise it. it. It's ruinous for our country and for our society. However, that is not the issue here. And I think far too many people on the right, uh, from the media appearances that I've watched and read, uh, you know, over the last twenty-four hours, far too many people on the right are being distracted. Okay, SVB did not fail because of its wokeness. It failed because of Joe Biden's yes. inflation. So don't major in the minors, okay? Focus here, the signal, not the noise. Focus on the signal. Joe Biden's inflation spurred a bond market route of epic proportions. 2022 was the worst year for Treasury bonds in the history of the United States, in data going back 100 years. And concurrent with that bond market route, stocks also got killed. So I believe that in total, it was the worst capital markets year in all of history. The consequences of that kind of portfolio destruction, the consequences include the failure of Silicon Valley Bank and now Signature Bank. And what bank is next? We don't know. But here's the other consequence, Steve. We have horrific inflation, and the Fed is now unable to try to fight that inflation because the Fed believes that if it does, it will tip the banks into an even worse crisis than they're already in right now. So this is this is the you have this is the corner we've been putting because of Joe Biden. And and you and and you are the creditors committee. We mean this. There's nineteen, but they've given an implicit guarantee of nineteen trillion dollars of deposits. I think five or six trillion dollars of uninsured deposits. And the balance sheets on the other side are sitting on uh, these government securities that are only going to get worse over time. They, they have $600 billion of unrealized losses right now. This is why you're in the middle of a banking crisis, and they've looked to you. These fees, by the way, are coming right back to you. The FDIC, as we see it now, only has at max $125 billion 
to, to cover these uninsured uh, depositors. There's, if you just do the simple math, at the two banks, it's $250 billion right now. I think one one fifty at uh, one eighty at one fifty to one eighty at Silicon because it still can't figure it out. Eighty billion over at Signature. This thing is out of control. And it's one thousand percent the economic policies of the illegitimate Biden regime, coupled with the support they got from the Greek chorus of the collaborationist Republican Senate, led yep. by Mitch McConnell. Thank God, J.D. Vance and a couple of people there. Okay, Cortez is here. We've got Dave Brett. In the house, we got a lot to go through. The Third World War, starting ugly, starting ugly in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Citizens, the headlines are getting worse and worse day after day. It seems like Armageddon could be just around the corner. That's why I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. You already know you're going to need this food someday. Why not get it now before it's too late? Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll also get $200 worth of rugged survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart. The grid goes down. and any other time, you need to fend for yourself by yourself. To see what you get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 of free bonus gear comes with each three-month emergency food kit you order and includes free shipping. That way, your whole family can be prepared. Don't delay. Act now. And sleep better knowing your family won't suffer when disaster strikes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and enjoy free shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, want to make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. You got the third installment, uh, the debt trap. For, uh, everything's free here. Everything's free at the, at the Birch Gold, all the information, but particularly uh, these, um, these um, monographs I'm putting out. Let's call them that. There, there's three of them now. The Politics of Money was the first. Talk about the founding of the nation all the way up to the, to the founding of the uh, central bank, the Federal Reserve. Then the second is talk about the uh, pressure of, of the dollar as the prime reserve currency. And the third is now the debt trap will put you right in the seat. I'm kind of – I think the CPAC, I think the CPAC speech and the debt trap that we worked on in December, I think, it, I think they're aging well. I think they're aging well. Uh, and that's why – remember, we build this show around just one concept, to make sure that working class and middle class people in this nation get as sophisticated a breakdown of what is really important in the world, in the country, and in their world as possible. No happy talk, no chasing shiny toys here. Um, and I really appreciate it. I love the fact you guys are on it because you lit me up about this DeSantis thing. We're going to get to that in a second. I want to get – I got Brad in here. Uh, Dave, uh, there's a lot of controversy about what's happening right now with the capital markets and the economic policy, inflation, all of it. You've, a bunch of Reaganites are, are actually jumping in here. Yeah, well, J.D. just laid out a little piece on the moral hazard yesterday all day. You were saying who takes the upside, the rich, and who gets the downside. You, the taxpayers, on the hook. And then Hankey this morning, Steve Hankey, professor Who's at Steve uh, Hankey? Professor at Hopkins, Reagan economic advisors. Yeah, Ronald, uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Ronald yep. Reagan. And yep. good, very yep. good guy to follow yep. on all this. But he says the moves we just made over the past couple of days in banking is leading the banking sector to become more of a public utility, right? And so you can see this merger 
right? Everything's big. Give me now. that again. Yeah, the, the uh, Hanky says this, is very important. this move me. over the last couple of days is turning the banking sector into a public utility, basically meaning that the government will regulate, right? The critique out of the New York Times and Washington Post and everybody is it's a regulatory problem. That's not true because this is an international phenomenon. The same thing happened to all the banks because the Fed printed too much money. You got inflation. Uh, the Fed's raising rates, and that this particular the way, bank I made would, bad I, bets. But, but when you, you're paying $6 trillion for government, I don't mind. The, 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 where's the regulation? Let, ladies and gentlemen, understand something. This is what you're paying for. Make sure nobody spins you any other way. You in this audience are 100% underwriting this. Yep. They're going to charge you fees through the community banks and other. You're going to pay the fees, and right now there's a, a yawning gap. The, um, and, but this thing was insolvent back in the fourth quarter of last year. It has a it has a leverage ratio, 185 to 1. A bank should have, what, 3 to 5 to 1, an investment bank 8 to 1. In the crisis of 2008, the investment banks were 20 to 1 to 35 to 1. We understood that's one of the problems. They became hedge funds. This bank's not even a hedge fund. It's, it's like a fraternity house, sorority house, right? It's outrageous what they did. That, the regulators should have known this back a year ago. Right, a year ago, what was on their balance sheet and the unsecured deposits and all the other games that they were playing, the regulators should have known it a year ago. This, this is this shows you in the Biden administration. You're going to find out, and this is why I want to get JD back on and talk to him about the banking committee. They knew this on fr- on Friday. They knew this, Cortez, and they waited. The California regulators had to jump in here because the Fed was not moving on a federally chartered right. bank, and they didn't want to move because they wanted to get to the weekend and clean up the mess. But J.D. Vance dropped a bombshell, and I want to make sure Grayson and Barry are pulling this and getting it out. He dropped a bombshell on here. J.D. Vance, a pretty smart guy, Yale yeah, grad, really you know, law, lawyer, best-selling author, and as smart as you can get, Cortez, you agree? When you got to go raw yes. horsepower, and he's got common sense. He sits down with the FDIC. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, these are guys in charge of this thing, that report. He, said, he asked them. He says, hey, I, I'm looking here at some math. Are you guaranteeing all deposits right. or if you're even guaranteeing uninsured deposits, that's four or five trillion. What are you actually guaranteeing? And they're in the mumble tank. Uh, well, really right. have it. You know, we're defining that now. We're working. Now, screw you. You stepped in and took a quarter of a trillion dollars and guaranteed it, including some to the Chinese Communist Party. Right. You didn't make the venture right. capital stuff here. The Chinese Communist Party. Cortez, how big a bombshell is that? Because folks at home understand you're better as I keep telling you this. Give me the first hundred people that come to a Trump rally that were in Iowa last night with red ball caps on, or give me the first hundred people I would meet on Main Street in East Palestine, Ohio. Of mm-hmm. any, of the, just give me the first hundred, and you will have a better run government than you got with this set of clowns up here that you're pe- yep. spending six point eight trillion dollars a year, and you just gave them a five point two percent raise, Steve Cortez. Yeah, and by the way, Steve, to that point, think of how astounding it is. That no one in Washington has yet paid a price for these systemic failures. The fact that Janet Yellen is still the Secretary of the Treasury, after lying through her teeth to the American people for years, telling us that inflation was, quote, transitory. Uh, after, you know, supposedly being the leader of the American economy, and the American financial system during this systemic bank failure fiasco, she still has her job. How is it possible that Jerome Powell is still in charge of the Fed? 
which now faces an impossible quandary of its own making, by the way. Nobody should feel badly for the Fed because it's in this terrible predicament. It, it made its bed, right? It allowed this inflation to get out of control, but it now has no good option in terms of fighting it. But you know, to your point, there are no consequences for the mavens of Washington, D.C., unfortunately, and no consequences for the oligarchs, because what we now have, and, and Senator Vance spoke to this point, what we now have, unfortunately, is the American taxpayer, we do not participate in the upside, okay? We do not participate in the privatized gains from the system, but we bear all the risks, the public losses, okay? We bear all of the risks, and we enjoy none of the yes. upside. That is the reality the of you're the, the you're, oligarchy yes. that, that so, prevails in 2023 this is, this, America. This, this is we haven't learned anything from 2008, 15 years later, nothing. Once again, you saps in this audience are going to and, and you're stuck with it. Here's how bad it is. Remember, let's put a pin and we're going to come back to J.D. Vance. That's a bombshell. They could actually concoct this over the weekend and they cannot give you a straight answer right now. Answer the question. Are we guaranteeing all deposits in all banks in the United States, all 19 trillion? Or are we guaranteeing, I think, the five or six trillion of the uninsured deposits? Pick them because you just you gave Signature Bank, which had Barney Frank on the uh, when Barney on the uh, on the yep. thing. You got Barney yep. Frank was spreading his niceties, right? Uh, you got Barney Frank, and you got you know the the Democratic Party ATM. I, I want to read something Politico too, to, and this is why you have to light up. I want a tidal wave of calls and angry email. Oh, not angry. I'm not going to tell you to do it. Just calls and emails. Just just you you guys to pick. Politico is reporting about the conference call that the GOP had last night. Because my point is, you don't see any G. Where's the Republicans out here lambasting things? Why has it got to be the war room? And it's a quote from this thing. Olivia Beaver's quote, but there is pressure from some within the GOP conference to come down harder on Biden and Democrats and lay the blame squarely at their feet. House GOP conference chair, at least Stefanik, Republican, you push back against comments in the conference in favor of lowering the partisan heat during the G House GOP briefing last night. You morons, if you can't understand this in a half hour, you ought to be turfed yeah. out of here. The math is not that complicated. The bond right. math here is pretty See. simple. Where is McCarthy? Where's the leadership? Where, where, where? This is a debacle, and your constituents are got a belly full of We're not getting down in here, which you guys did in 2008, and stiff these people with this. Um, yeah. Cortez first and Brett. Yeah, Steve, by the way, I believe that's one reason why so many people on the right, unfortunately, uh, good people, dependable people who share our values. But unfortunately, they are focusing on the woke aspect of this, which, again, is immaterial. Uh, you know, uh, look, we, we hate woke, of course, and we hate corporate cultural Marxism. That is not why SVB failed. It's yeah. not why Signature Bank failed. It's not why more banks are very likely yes. to fail. It's not because of woke. I believe the reason, though, a lot of folks on the right are going there, Steve, is because they don't understand this, okay? They just, and they don't care to do yes. their homework, and it doesn't take long, okay, to yes. understand what happened here in terms of a bond no. market revolt against Biden's inflation that made normally safe assets suddenly incredibly risky, okay? That is the reality. That is the crux of what is going on here. And, and the, the consequence going forward is that it has put the Fed into a trap, where we have inflation that is out of control, and yet if yeah. the Fed tries to fight that inflation, okay. it risks massive bank failures. Okay, yeah. so don't forget hey, about hey, the woke hey, stuff. Okay, that's yeah, not hang on for a second. No, no, yeah, yeah, hang on. No, no, yeah, exactly. 
If you don't understand, this is not, by the way, it wasn't people were saying, but Steve, it's all these investments. It's not their investments in these companies, the high-tech companies. That's all the thing. It's the, yes, the, the venture things were scam, the loans, but that's not the point. The point is it's Biden's economic yes. policies and the government securities they held that blew a hole in their balance sheet. Yep. Coupled with these uninsured, the uninsured, uh, the uninsured uh, depositors, but it was holding. It wasn't investments in in the woke stuff. That's all madness. And it, but by the way, this is also the reason that the VCs didn't want to step in and actually do credit lines themselves. They realized, hey, some of these things that uh, get funded, uh, the woke stuff, the Green New Deal crap that gets funded in good times, maybe gets on the short block. Remember, we started this with the Gore. Stuff during the Obama thing when had when they were bailing all the uh, all the uh, uh, Green New Deal stuff back then in the Obama administration. Brett, you've been here. Why are these guys? It's it's Tuesday morning. Where are the Republicans? They've had this thing. I was on Tim Pool fr- Friday night with with Bishop and with the uh, Gates. They were on board. They understand. I said they're going to put your they're going to put you over the abyss and say if you don't step up here, the country's going to get sucked down. Where is the Republican Party, particularly in the House, sitting there and going, hey, screw you. You're not going to get this done. We're going to call everybody in here for a hearing and investigation. You're not going to you're not going to you're not going to put these you're not going to back this up with bank fees that our constituents are going to pay. Where's leadership right now? Well, they're they're just wimping out. We've we've given away entire sectors of the economy. We've socialized health care. We got big everything, right? Big tech, big auto, big planes, big banking. <coughs> Banking's probably one of the few sectors where we still have some support in terms of donors uh, supporting some of the Republicans, so they don't want to alienate that. Uh, but this this can be explained clearly. The the CEO of, of this uh, Silicon Bank. Uh, he had a video with his heart goes out to everyone, right? He's walking away with a golden parachute. And then this He's going to walk away with a 20 year yeah. prison sentence. Yeah, well, I hope. I, 100%. Oh, I hope. What are you this, talking about? That whole thing's going to. Yeah. Yeah. His, it, his video was disgusting. You, you never see anybody go to jail. It's always about systems and regulatory yeah. and all this business. And the, the great thing about the market system is. Is the failure of firms right? You're supposed to have a thousand firms on the supply curve, we not five. A mar- we don't have a market. Oh, I know. System. That's what I'm getting. By at. the way, that's all the Anron, right. hold it, stop. Right. All the libertarian Anron, Onran to yep. cra- crap out in Silicon Valley. You know, the, the Atlas shrug. Hey, shrug this. As soon as they get a problem, they want to come right. to the collective. They want to come to the collective of MAGA and please bail me out, mommy and daddy, working class people. They they mock and ridicule working class people every day of their lives until they need a bailout. Then they got come to the stability they got to come to the folks that underwrite the system that would be you that's where you're in the creditors committee right now is it 202-225-3121 is the united states senate 202-224-3121 is the house of representatives please call right now to the switchboard and let your representative have a piece Two. of your mind if you by the way if you support this come say hey you're doing a great job can we have some thank you sir may i have another Okay, thank you, sir. May I have another? Can we just go? Why don't we start bailing out the shareholders and the bondholders, too? Let's just go do that. If you like what you got today to bail out the depositors, go ahead and let's get some more. I I triggered you with the free markets, but (laughs) two points. On the regulatory side, the left doesn't know any economics or finance. You can put in any regulation you want. You can fine-tune and regulate every every breath these banks take. They're going to learn how to cheat. The guys are going to walk away with golden parachute. It doesn't matter what regs you put in that law. They'll walk around that law, and they're smart guys. And in point two, the lived experience 
of the folks yeah. watching this show yeah. is what's in the back of their head is we just shut down the oh. entire economy. Yeah. We shut this, down the entire hey, economy. I'll tell, you what's, and the they ba- I'll tell you what's in the back of their mind. Yeah. How do I get to Birch Gold? <laughs> Philip Patrick had the busiest day in his 17-year career. Honey, get out in the backyard. Get that tomato can up and give me the Federal Reserve right. notes. We're going to do a conversion process today, okay? We're going to convert. Short commercial break. Talk about conversions. The uh, Church of America First is converting some folks. All next. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now Okay, get together. I'm putting up stuff all night long. And by the way, what I appreciate, I put up a bunch of stuff on uh, Ron DeSantis and what the, uh, the, he answered the question, Tucker Carlson. I think Grace put a couple of them on Twitter, and I got lit up, and it's great. We're going to talk all about that, and I love the fact that the hardcore America first and the hardcore, we love, we love, I love that kind of given. I love it when you sit there and go, Bannon, you're being a wimp. You're taking the bait, you know, stiffen your spine. Because I think I'm as hardcore as possible, but I need to be slapped around. <laughs> I need to be slapped around every now and again. Uh, a bunch of stuff going on in the Third World War. Number one, Zelensky has gone all in on Bakhmut. Please, we've been covering Bakhmut pretty closely the last couple of months. He's gone all in and knows that optically he can't lose this. I think they're reporting 50,000 troops. This is one of the great – it's the greatest battle, I think, of the 21st century. It's a World War I type of uh, artillery duel that's uh, really taking high casualty rates. But the Russians and, uh, and the Ukrainian army to date still hold – all of the things surrounded, somebody surrounded – they're still holding in. Also, Point Loma yesterday, this big joint venture, the announcement with the with the United Kingdom, Australia, United States, building these submarines, the CCP. Also, a lot of news. Cortez, let's start there with just give an overview. Let's talk, talk about where we are in the Third World War, and then we're going to get into the conversions were happening. You know, by the way, the Church of America First is always there for converts. Right, and we had a convert. We had a convert. We got a semi. I think it's a convert, but I'll give the the posse that's a semi convert of Ron DeSantis, and we're going to talk about Ken Griffin also. Uh, but look, give me your assessment of the the the, the reality. If we talked about forever, which the basics of Trump's foreign policy, 
was right. to keep Russia, the KGB in Russia, from merging and partnering with the CCP in Beijing. Because once that happens, right. it's only a matter of time before they partner with the mullahs in Tehran, you know, Erdogan, Pakistan. You've you got a problem that we've never right. faced in world history. Steve Cortez, your thoughts? Correct. Uh, listen, since the days of Richard Nixon, who I think was probably the most brilliant foreign policy uh, expert to ever occupy the Oval Office, uh, since that time, United States policy in Asia has been to drive a wedge between the two great powers of China and Russia. We now see the exact opposite under Joe Biden. He has, in fact, compelled them to seek out each other uh, and to engage in a very close alliance, uh, an anti-American alliance of Moscow and Beijing. And the, the new news regarding this is that President Xi, he is entering effectively the power vacuum that has been created by Biden's failures. And what I mean by that is the, the, the new announcement is that he is both going to be speaking uh, via phone, via video phone, to Zelensky and visiting with Putin. So he is doing exactly what the United States should be doing, what a responsible, real president of the United States would be doing, what Donald Trump would be doing. I have no doubt, as I've said before, that he can negotiate an end to this insane war uh, in Ukraine in a matter of days, okay, if we had his style of leadership and if we had that kind of negotiator in chief. But this power vacuum, a power vacuum always gets filled, and it is getting filled now by Xi. He is effectively becoming the leader of the principal superpower of the world in many respects. And that is simply the reality, the very unfortunate and tragic reality right now because of the abdication of Joe Biden, because of his complete dereliction of duty, yeah. his several created crises, crises plural, meaning yeah. the inflation crisis, the open border, and the needless escalation of this Ukraine situation. So he is failing miserably across the board. Yeah, she I, I, is stepping yeah, in. I, I, I want people to understand that you're underwriting this too. Uh, right now, The Economist, in fact, we're going to do a special on this, The Economist, so he finally catches up with the war room. They talk about Taiwan, a whole special edition on Taiwan. We're going to break this down with our experts to get into it. But remember, you're underwriting the bank bailout, you know, the administrative state's uh, financing. So you're, so you're underwriting that. You're also underwriting the CCP. Our mm -hmm. capital market's still underwriting. We could take down the C Lao Beijing could overthrow the Chinese Communist Party in Beijing in 100 days. If you cut them off 100% from capital, you cut them off from the Swiss system, ability to transfer money, and if you cut them off 1,000% of technology. It's hard to do that when Sequoia, right, is one of the big financiers of Elon Musk in, uh, in, uh, in, in Twitter, and Sequoia is all over Silicon Valley Bank, and I think a third of the companies, a third of the startups are CCP. Remember, your money, your, that, the government money got shipped to Beijing to make sure that they could bail out their own companies instead of letting those companies fail. So you're underwriting, this audience is underwriting all of it. Just remember, you're underwriting all of it right now. Uh, Brett, give us perspective on this Third World War. How far down, is this analogous to 1938 and 1939? Yes, there, there's no limit on the downside ahead if we get things wrong. And you just kind of triggered me on, on Frank Gaffney and the Committee on the Present Danger and all the work they've been doing showing that your pension funds are invested in Chinese weapon systems aimed at us. Right? I mean, it's stunning. And Frank is utopian on his issue, like I probably am on economics. He thinks it's a matter of if we get the word out to the people, uh, they will you know, shift. 
I'm not as optimistic. I think people kind of understand this, but it's just like the banking crisis and every crisis we have, right? No one wants to stop this the, the Titanic right now. Uh, and, and the deck chairs are moving around. But that's where this, yeah, stuck. but th- that's where this uh, audience is the vanguard. Remember, right, every right. every every time they go to a backyard barbecue, every time they go to the dinner party, every time they go to a PTA meeting, every time they're sitting in the stands watching yeah. the kids play sports, they're the ones that are most informed. People are sitting there go, "How? Where'd you hear? I, that? I didn't know right. that." That's right. Boom! They're walking through how we're yep. underwriting the debt crisis. They're, they're giving a sophisticated analysis of how this happened. Yep. They understand that this is a third world war, that the whole purpose of the show is that this is a vanguard. And you've never had a vanguard in this country, even in the Revolution the Civil War. You never had a vanguard that was fully informed with the best information out there that, quite frankly, is better than... I mean, look at J.D. Vance. He's a U.S. senator. He goes and talks to the head guy, the senior people over there, and says, hey... I'm I'm wondering here. Are you giving an implicit guarantee to all deposits, or are you just? And they say, "Well, we're working that through, yeah. right?" Yeah. The, you this audience knew this on Friday, right? right. That's where in this audience. That's why pick up your phone, get your email, and give. I'm not going to tell you what to say. Just give you the information, but you better have your voice heard. Give it to them with both barrels, as we used to say. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, and, and the folks can catch up. Xi Jinping gave his 20th Communist Party uh, meeting notes. And they're turning inside. They're going full-on Marxist-Leninist. They got rid of all market reform. They're trying to form a consumer. That won't happen. And so our folks need to spread. I'm China may let's, be let's, cracking. Let's, that's let's, the, that's let's, the, I think the, the, the demographics, all of it. Yeah. But they ain't going down without a fight. No, trust oh, me. No, a no, big right, fight. Right. Okay, short break. Back in a moment. 90-second break. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.